Nolan, you got to go next. No, Nolan goes last. He is going to go last, but he's got to go next. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Versus And, where we answer the questions that definitely needed answering. I am your host with the most eating Great Caesars toast, David Holman. Cup of coffee in the big time. It's me, Nacho Man Nolan Lacey, and I am... No, 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 that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm Nolan Lacey. I've never been Nolan Lacey. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Podcasting Champion, and you are nothing but a cup of coffee in the big time. People might walk up to me and say, Hey, Mr. Lacey, you're a little pale. You look a little milky. And what I say to them is, I'm just the cream. I'm just the cream of the crop. That and joke you know isn't going to translate. The cream, the cream rises to the top because How I am the Intercontinental have? Heavyweight Podcasting Champion. Oh, yeah. Do you have one more creamer? Do you, please tell me you have one more. Oh, you want to talk about the cream? Oh, the, my God. The cream? <laughs> oh, oh, we can talk about the cream, Mr. How Holman. many of those fucking things because do you have, Nolan? Because I am Nolan? the cream of the Intercontinental Heavyweight Podcasting Ring. And you can have 20 other podcasters around the ring, but you know what happens with all the other podcasters? They sink because the cream rises to the top. I love Shit, I'm, I'm how Brent we spent... I'm woefully unprepared. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. For, um, the, for the listening audience, no, Nolan's got about a gaggle of individual creamers somehow in the studio today. I, I, Nolan, how many of those did you, did you pick up the box? You had the box. You took the whole box with you. Oh my God, he really did. <laughs> so, um. With uh, with my quarantine, I have been watching. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching as as varied videos on YouTube as I can, just because they're there, and might as well learn things about parts of the world that you didn't know. And um, one, I have to do with throwing cream around the room. Yeah, I'm... it's I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. First off, I sent a video to David, and I'm pretty sure Brent, too. I sent it to everybody on uh, Good Better Quest of uh, the, the uh, it was like the tuba archmage theme. <laughs> and then I found out that on YouTube, there is a whole storyline of tuba music. Uh, like, if you start from the earliest one, it's like the tuba quest, and then you have to fight the tuba boss. And then there's like the tuba archmage boss. And then there's like tuba transitions. And it, there, there's dozens of them. It's insane. And they're all pretty catchy, good tuba songs. But another one that popped up was just interviews with Macho Man Randy Savage. And he has the best introductions. You know, they in the wrestling world, apparently they call people over to do introductions before they go out to the ring. And they have, like, you know, a fucking news anchor there to interview them. Yeah. And... Uh, he, uh, I'm guessing he would just go up to like the green room table and grab what was ever on the table so that he could talk about it. Because one, he walks up and he's got his cape and you can't see what's behind it. And he's talking to him. And he just goes, I just have to tell you, my opponent tonight is nothing but a piece of garbage. And he pulls out a little tiny garbage can and I'm going to put you in the garbage can because nobody can mess with the macho man, Randy Savage. And he is going to take you to the trash. And that was it. That's, he would do that all the time. And there's one where he walked up and behind his hand, he just had like five little creamer cups. And he, what I just said, he, <laughs> the cream rises to the top. And you fucking put it on his head and he's trying to balance it, but he's done like fucking eight lines of coke to get to where he is. <laughs> so he's sitting there, he's shaking, the little coffee cup falls off and he goes, unbalance or off balance, I am the best wrestler that you will face tonight because I am the macho man. So then I got to talking to people who knew things about 80s wrestlers and apparently they would just, they like, they, they did shows every single night. So they would 
do a show, take a bunch of painkillers to go to sleep, then wake up and have to perform. So they do a bunch of coke so that they could perform, so that they could take painkillers to go to sleep. And they would just do that the and whole time. Oh and then you die at like 45. So, yeah, you should look up Macho Man Randy Savage interviews. They are prime watching. It is it is absolutely worth the time you put into it. You heard it here. I've just seen. On Versus End <laughs> for your quarantine. 30-year-old <laughs> interviews from wrestlers who are no yeah, longer alive. Exactly. You heard it first. <laughs> I, um, I saw the only wrestler interview I've seen is the one where someone edited it so that the dude's face is smushed and his voice is high pitched. So as a result, I have no idea who the fuck it is. Um, but he hates Hulk Hogan. I know that much. Um, could have been macho the- man. No, 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 no. Because this dude looks like a fucking tool. He just like, listen, macho man, Randy Savage has a look. Hulk Hogan has a look. This dude was a blonde man with ripped muscles no shirt and w- just looked like he was constantly sweating. Just like it's all the baby oil. It's yeah, all the baby like, oil. No, I don't even think it was baby. I think it was just wrestler flop sweat. Um, just squeegee it yeah. off. <laughs> he, his his wrestler name was Moist or something. Probably. <laughs> something that I wish we had video for. Our, our, our some some of the gags that we've talked about. Nolan, remember you sent me. I think it was something like Resident Evil, but the facial expressions are turned up to like three hundred, five hundred percent. Have you seen that, David? I have not. Oh my god! It's hard. I mean, it's hard to explain. It. Yeah, in audio, but like any motion in the face, they just turned it up by five hundred percent. So like the lips are going up and wide, and then like the eyeballs blink, and then like. The tongue comes out two feet when they're talking, <laughs> but it's all it's, very serious. Yeah, because it's it's uh like Leon in Resident Evil Two doing an interview with a guy who gets killed in a jail cell. So he walks in and he's like, "Oh, so you're the reporter?" But his whole face is like, like you can see his skull and just it's like nightmare <laughs> fuel coming out. <laughs> it's weird but fun. Yeah, my God. So you guys have been very busy on the the GBQ side of stuff. With not only your show, but also reaching out to other shows and getting involved and networking and meeting new people. Is there is there is there anybody we want to you know give a shout out to or, or or talk about upcoming stuff that we're that we're getting involved in and, and and a chance to give the listening audience something to look forward to. Um, we guest spotted on D and D in Big D, which is. Uh, a D&D podcast, uh, I believe, if not all, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think all of them are from Dallas. Yeah, I think they all, yeah, like you said, they're all from Dallas, but one of them's in Connecticut now, I believe. Or, yeah, we played with them. They they basically showcase small modules from the DMs Guild, you know, which are just like, here's a fun little game I made up, me. So it, it's like if... Uh, Brent, if you made up a fun little story mm. that would take like two or three sessions to make, you could publish it on the DMs Guild and you could either put it out there as free or people could pay you for it and half the proceeds would go to, or sorry, half the money would go to Wizards of the Coast, but the other half would go to you. So they kind of take some of those and review them, but they do it with all sorts of other D and D podcasters, and so they got us, and I hope to God they have us back. Um, <laughs> we were a bit much. We were we, a bit <laughs> much. We we were fucking. Nolan, tell them about your character. <clears throat> so uh, to to preface, <clears throat> they didn't tell us which adventure we were going to play. So we just rolled some characters and hoped that they fit into what we were doing. Uh, and it turns out we were essentially playing the Heart of Darkness. <laughs> so my character didn't fit at all. <laughs> <laughs> because I rolled a uh, an Aarakocra warlock, but instead of modeling him after uh, an eagle or a hawk or, you know, some majestic bird of prey, I modeled him after a goose <clears throat> because they're the worst. And his name was Foie Gras, 
and he he talked with a very bad French accent, oui. and he uh he well he he would finish sentences with, huh? <laughs> so like <laughs> I I want to cast Eldritch Blast, huh? So every time we would, every time we'd say, oh, we were on, we're on the front of the boat, we see this fucking smoking tendron, just like muscly hut coming towards us and it's floating over the river and everybody's just like, oh, that's so gross and weird. And I'm like, it's coming close to me. I can't handle it. I cast Eldritch Blast and blow it out of the sky. And then I almost got everybody <laughs> killed. As you do. I played an artificer of the armorer subclass. Uh, his name was Tone, and uh, the armor subclass of the artificer, like the artificer, is like someone who builds shit and uh, builds shit to tinker or things like that. Well, this one makes a suit of armor that they can like really do really cool things with. So Tone comes from a family of very technical people, and. Uh, he actually got into building uh, weapons uh, for all sorts of different kingdoms and, and kings and stuff like that. And then one day out in uh, the, uh, the deserts, he found out that his weapons were being sold to both sides of war, not just mm, um, for shame, not not, you know. And he got kidnapped and put in a jail cell. And so he actually wound up building his first suit of armor in that jail cell. Uh, and then he broke out. I feel like, and, uh, I feel like <laughs> there's something. He, he, um, his, his family name was very famous. It, it was, uh, of, it, it was house snark. So he was tone of snark. Like I can't put my um, finger on it, but he chose, he chose to call his persona where he's in this this iron suit. Uh, he was like, what is the symbol for iron? It's F-E. Yes, I will be female. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so David sent me the character sheet for this the day before we played. And I was reading it and I was like, oh, that's really, that's a good backstory. That's a really cool, like... Yeah, that's good. And then we get to the session and he starts talking and like two sentences in, I was just like, oh, oh, God, I see what you did there. (laughs) Took me a full day and David talking through it for me to understand what he was doing. And I felt like an idiot and I laughed. Yeah, no, it was um, I was really proud of it. Uh, So it it was needless to say, we were kind of it was like. Nolan said, you know, his heart of darkness was kind of the inspiration for that uh, quest. So it was kind of like if you did heart of darkness, but you invited the Goonies. (laughs) If you invited SpongeBob. um, (laughs) I ended up having sex with an orc overlord. So, yeah, after trading my body for drugs, there was at one point. We yelled at this orc barge, you know, the same orc barge Nolan's talking about. And, and we yelled, don't do drugs. And their response was, okay. And then someone's, <laughs> one of the guys was like, you know, maybe they don't do the drugs. Maybe they just make them. I was like, yeah, that's drug dealer 101. Don't get high on your own supply. It's and, actually rule number four, David. Number four. No, you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Oh, right. <laughs> Rule number one is location, location, location. <laughs> so where can the listening audience listen to these shenanigans? Uh, I, I believe Apple Podcasts. And do you know if they're on Spotify, Nolan? I don't believe they're Well, I mean, what do they, what do they search for? What are, oh, what? It, it's D-N-D, like D in as in November, D. What, what's why, the first? Why are you doing the Why are you doing the phonetic alphabet for one letter and not the other two? D is in D and D, and is in N and D. I wanted and D you is at the end of D and D. It's like BoJack Horseman. No, I wanted you to make a D as in birthday dad. 
What was it like? Brian Regan was like, what if you did that with numbers? It's like four as in 475, two as in 2,364, and nine as in 9,503,000. I uh, am. Wait, no, 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 504,000. <laughs> so, what have you guys been uh, up to? It's day, I don't know, 208 of COVID. I'm, At some point, I'm going to stop keeping count. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised yet. you still are. Like I I marked it on the calendar. Oh, uh, uh, before we move on, one other thing that we have guested on, and by we, I mean I, was a new uh, RPG system called The World of Wildervere. I got to uh, play a game with the creator of it and um, two other people. Uh, it'll be on our channel at some point oh, when I'm done oh, editing right. it. Oh, right. I forgot. And um, the World of Wildevere people are uh, hosting it on their YouTube channel, which is just World of Wildevere on YouTube. And it's spelled a little funny, so I'll, I'll send Brent the link. It's with fine. The actual... YouTube and Google will figure it out. Yeah. I mean, like, it. once you... World of... And they'll get it. Yeah. Um, W-Y-L-D-I-V-I-R? Close. I think it's W-Y-L-D... R V I R. Yeah, we'll go with that. And Big what was his name? Oh. Um, on that one, I got to play an old man uh, named Jeffrey. And the way they run their system is that instead of having uh, a stat block where you just have like strength, wisdom, charisma, dexterity, intelligence, you know, something like that, uh, you pick, uh, <clears throat> I think it's six skills that you want and you assign a die to it, uh, you're only allowed to have two that are magical in some way, and they can't be your highest die. Um, so I made him very charismatic. Uh, he wore, like, Hawaiian T-shirts, and he had um, a couple of pairs of sunglasses that he, he would wear on the front and back of his head. Uh, his, his hair was bleached, <clears throat> and his magic, uh, he only had one magic ability, and it was called the Pasta Pistol. Pasta Pistol. And he could shoot pasta pistol and he could shoot uh any type of pasta out of his fingers wait wait um, any type any type of pasta so wait. it was dry pasta it was it was not <laughs> i forgot about that part yeah it wasn't sauces so he couldn't do like full lasagna but he could do lasagna noodles so wait spaghetti spaghetti linguine. you got spaghetti linguine Fet- definitely fettuccine fettuccine absolutely Rigatoni. It's the, the al denteist uh yeah i mean yeah Farfalla. That one's his. Uh, Farfalle is. De- I mean, like he's got to have a bow tie at all times. What about so. the elbows? Yeah. Macaroni elbows. Yeah. I mean, like he had a trick where he could shoot spaghetti through the macaroni elbows. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Talented boy. Uh, the only problem is it's called the pasta pistol because they come out at extreme speeds. <laughs> bang bang. So yeah. So um, the <laughs> they have. A, they have a rumor system to like help build your character. You have to come up with one true rumor, one false rumor, and one rumor you're running away from. So his true rumor was that he started a restaurant, but it didn't. It, it failed. It just didn't work because he can't. He was never good at making sauces because he just had the the pasta down. Yeah. Um, the fake rumor was that his restaurant failed because he kept hurting people with the pasta and the the. Rumor that he was running away from was that he had disappointed Mama Boyardee so much that he was leaving his hometown to, wait, wait, to wait. run away from his Mama name. Boyardee. Yeah, ma- yeah, Jeffrey Boyardee. <clears throat> so it's pretty great. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Boyardee is his name. Thanks for thanks for tuning in to Versus Ann. I've been <laughs> I not as funny. I thought you pronounced it Boyardee. <laughs> Boyardee. Well, because it was French. It was like French Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. Like B-O-Y-A-U-R-D-E-A-U-X. Yeah. We we were also, Doug and I have also been separately on uh, Tales of Adventure from Pseudonym Social. Uh, Just just basically an interview podcast that, that, basically it's, it's an interview between her character and a bunch of other characters from other podcasts like each it it's like the nerdist but instead of chris hardwick it's a very nice lady and the guest is always a fictional character 
we were both on that. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to include it because we inclu- we're we talking about all the all stuff. All the we've things we're doing, we, yeah. We've done a lot. You guys have been busy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, listening audience, if you have not checked out the GBQ side of Final Plank Media, I would highly recommend getting in there. Not only for our core seasons, but also all the, what's, what's the word, vestigial? That's not the right word. Uh, all the other uh, additional. Peripheral. Peripheral. That's it. In- yeah. Engagements and involvements. It's, it's good stuff. It's it's good, better quest. I don't even I don't even play D anD D, and I and I've been listening to the whole the whole season. Having a, having have a good have time you really, it. Brent? Yeah, I'm one episode behind, so I just finished episode ten. Uh, okay, do my cool. do my exercise in the basement, and then uh, listen to everybody. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did. We're having a, we're having a good time. So. Got a game? Want to do a game real quick? What? Yeah, yes. absolutely. I'm going to give you a, a a superhero slash comic book character, and your job is to give me their opposite. In reality? No, no, semantically. Or semantically. Give give me an example. Like Iron Man would be like Rusty Woman, Sand Lady. Okay, <laughs> okay. Rusty oh, yeah. Woman, yeah, <laughs> Sand Lady. <laughs> See, I was gonna say Feather Lady. So, it, yeah. so it's whoever gets it first. That's where the points go to. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna put David here. And I'm gonna write Nolan here. All right. First one we've got Catwoman. Dog man. Dog guy. Dog. <laughs> Dog guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? We'll stick. We'll stick there for a while. How about Batman? Bird lady. Mm, I would say. I would say insect man. Hold up. Hold up. I got you one better. <laughs> I got you. I got you one better. Sea otter. Sea otter. Okay. Yeah. Just is. Just that's just the name. It's the. All right. Fine. <clears throat> But are, are all of them man? Like, what about, what no. about sound absorbent man? Because then the bat just runs into it. What about <laughs> what's the opposite of nocturnal? Uh, dayturnal man. <laughs> I think it's diurnal is the word. Yeah, that sounds like a poop thing. But all right. how about uh, let, there's a lot of man man in there. Shy away from that. Uh, well, no, we got one more. Superman. Blando. <laughs> like, mediocre lady. Yeah. <laughs> Is the opposite of a man a woman or a boy? Like that's oh. that's the thing. I I think that should be neutral. I yeah. like we got to make that part mm. neutral. It's just the just opposite powered. So bleh yeah. man. Okay. How about uh, the Incredible Hulk? <clears throat> this. <laughs> The unassuming shrimp. <laughs> the, de- the depressing soul. The depressing soul. <laughs> oh, I gave Nolan a point, but I'm going to give David a point, too, because I think that's really good. Don't, don't make me sad. <laughs> he wouldn't like me when I'm sad. Uh, how about this? Uh, Black Adam. Oh. Bright Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say white dwarf, white dwarf, because it's a big collection of atoms. That's true. It. I'll be honest. I like mine more. <laughs> All right, uh, Black Panther, white tiger. <laughs> I think that's actually a character though. Is the problem? I I think it is. Yeah. Nice. Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Joe Exotic <laughs> is the opposite of Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think so. Uh, Spider Man. Swatter guy. <laughs> this is a newspaper man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's, his, that's his evil. Tweet. That's his Okay, hold up. Now that one is just J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> I wonder if really, that was what they did. Like, oh my, oh holy shit! Add a meta layer to Spider-Man. Oh, his biggest enemy is, is a newspaper. The newspaper. newspaper guy. All right, Cyclops. Cyclops. 
person with two eyes. Normal person. Yeah. I listen, before I really got into it's like Daredevil. Before I really got into Daredevil, I was like, Man, he kinda sucks because his power is just he's blind, but he can see. <laughs> he's blind, but not really. Yeah. About it. He's got one eye, but he's big. All right, so so okay, so then so then how about uh Daredevil? <laughs> Play it safe, man. Play it safe, man. OSHA. 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 <laughs> All right, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, droopy dog. <laughs> Roadkill. Right. Oh, boy. Sentry. Decade. No, <laughs> not century. <laughs> I I don't I don't (laughs) absentee man that's good that's good that's good unobservant man right unobservant yeah there we go go. (laughs) blinken Blinken. (laughs) hey did you say a blinken or a blinken no I said hey blinken side note my wife and I have been trying to buy a bike rack for a while which now becomes did you say bike rack or bike rack um, let's do another one. How about vision? Blindness. <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> Give that one to him. Give that. That's Nolan's. All right, that he one's, earned that it. For Nolan. So far, we're tied at five here. Wait, wait that also could be Cyclops, too. <clears throat> anyway, David, so you can... won, so that's good. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's making fun of shit so one thing i've been doing i know i've talked about this before but i've got new shit to add to it Uh, i've been watching i've been watching the mcu in chronological order oh yeah Uh, doing your laundry yeah during my laundry days or during my quarantine just doing that so i'm in i'm in like the the second and third fifth if you will maybe it's just the third i don't they've they've split them up into phases and i don't know the the one that I was I was concerned about was Thor: The Dark World, because yeah, I've heard that that one was was not the best. Yeah. Um, but I watched it. I didn't mind it. Like here's, I here's, I know I could here, see where it fell short, but at the same time, it was like eating a box of Cheetos. Like I know that there's no thing there's nothing good here, but I am enjoying <laughs> this while I'm doing it. Okay, so first and foremost, I need to know where you found Cheetos in a box. <laughs> um, Your Honor, clearly, <laughs> my client has never had Cheetos. Nolan, Nolan, no, I don't know about, let's just keep this in our back pocket. Brent's acting kind of sus. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, a, just a little sus. I, did, I didn't see him evacuate the garbage. I didn't, so. you know what? I think I saw him then. Um no, the 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 second thing is, you didn't mind it, but I guarantee you, by the time you get to the middle of like the last few, I think by the time you get to Thor Ragnarok, you won't remember a goddamn thing from Thor Dark World. Oh, I don't remember now. I couldn't tell you the story now. Yeah, <laughs> because it it was just like this movie happened. Mm-hmm. It sure did happen. But it was like Ragnarok aside, it was like. It's very Thor. You know what I mean? It's got all the right pieces. Now, I know where it falls it, short, but still, it was it was like it, it's like it a two-hour tool music video. It has pieces. Yeah. So I I don't think it's offensive. I know some people who find it like offensively bad. It's just it's just meh. It's, yeah. it's just meh. But what what what, nothing- what solidified that thought in my mind was the very next one. If you were watching them in order, is Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah. Which if you look on the internet is like one of the best and I watched it and yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. But like watching those two back to back, I don't see them as like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like this one is the worst and this one is the best. Yeah. Well, that's also part of the thing about the MCU is that they're not cinematically. <laughs> let me push my glasses up my nose. Cinematically. They're not super great movies. I mean, they're, they're, very corporate how can we get as many people to watch these movies they're their own genre right yeah yeah yeah. so it's 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 trying to 
appeal to a broad audience while also having that nerd brush all over it. So there's only such a wide spectrum that they can really cover uh, as far as how good or bad it's going to get because there's so many fingers in the pot. Yeah. So like they're never going to be terrible, but they're also never going to be like, you know, an Akira Kurosawa film. Like they're never going to be impactful. Well, I watched those two. The one after that in order is first guardian of the galaxy, which just put the other two to shame. I mean, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe not. Now it's like the the storytelling arc, but it's like all the little pieces in there. Just it was a totally different shape, different color. Had you seen those before you started this? I had not seen the Dark World or Winter Soldier. I had I'm, seen no. I'm, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you see yes, that? I had. It, okay. I had seen both of them before I started this arduous okay. journey. Okay, and and you saw <laughs> Ragnarok before too. Oh yes, I've seen I've seen okay. Ragnarok multiple times. Well, I just I I don't know just just for a minute I I wanted to live through your eyes of seeing Guardians for the first time because it was I feel like that was a big turnaround. In oh the, yeah, in the Marvel movies because they didn't come out in this order. But like if you're watching them from the beginning, you go. Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, uh, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Avengers, Iron Man. Like, you know, these are all not bad. Thor of the Dark World. Then you hit Gardens of the Galaxy, and it just, like, springboards off into a whole nother. Yeah. Like, just leaves everything in the dust as far as, like, how intricate and involved and just, like, way, not over the top, but, like, way. It's just more. They turned it up to 11. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Because those don't have any specific dates, so they just lump those before Age of Ultron. Okay. So we're going into that one. But it's like, I think my wife put it best. It was like, after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out, the bar, if there's a new bar you gotta clear for like superhero oh, movie. Yeah. Or it's like, you can't just do the same old, same old. So we watched the preview for the new Robert Pattinson Batman. And uh, I, I'll ask your guys' opinion on it, but it seems to me like, yeah, it's got a little Frank Miller esque to it more so than like batman v superman or even like um hush have you guys read hush uh i've read i've I've seen the um comics explained or comic story and yeah so anyway i'm watching that and i'm trying to piece you know trying to pick out like which of the batman arcs and novels this like oh they're kind of leaning towards this and you know like really getting in the nitty-gritty and my wife's like after spider-man and the spider-verse like there's We've we've opened up this whole another like realm of like what you can do with with superhero movies. So the fact that it's just like, is it more like this comic arc or this comic arc? You're like missing the point of like what you can do with because it's always it's always it's always the backstory. Every Batman movie you get the backstory. Yeah. Right? How many times and is Martha gonna die? Yeah, and it's like it's really dark, and I'm I'm gonna punch a lot of bad guys. My parents are dead. His parents are still dead. Oh, they killed my parents. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I know a lot of people were super disappointed that Robert Pattinson even got cast as Batman, which, like, he's like all forehead. <laughs> he kind of, he is kind of forehead, but, like, um, he's, he's a great actor. People need to cut him some slack. Like, that, that's the thing. Don't hold Twilight against him. That's yeah, just he's too late. Such, yeah. It was a job. You yeah. Know? Yeah, well, a hand and job's a job. And he even but... sees it. Oh. <laughs> He's done such great stuff since then that, like, he's proven that he can pretty much take on whatever role he wants. And Mm -hmm. the trailer looks like a good Batman movie, but I think you're right. Like, after Into the Spider-Verse, why are you just making another Batman movie? Like, you, there, there are so many cool things you could do with Batman. Why are you just making, like, another one? Yeah, I mean, even, like, pulling all of them together, you could have, like, the, uh, what's, what's the, um... Bigger, bigger, bolder into. Uh, oh, Batman the Bold, the Brave yeah. and the Bold, Brave and the Bold. You got that Batman meets like Val Kilmer Batman meets like Adam West Batman meets like Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Meets like, like animated like... series Batman with like all stretchy and shit. You know, <laughs> two really silly Batmans and two really serious Batman. When <laughs> <And> they can't. <laughs> Holy shit! Why do you have that big bomb? I'm just carrying this bomb to throw it away. The, the Joker gave it to me. What a what a horrible villain. You mean the Joker is here? We have to put him in jail. Or like Christian Bale Batman, like, 
Where are all the onomatopoeias? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the serious ones actually beat people up, and they're like, there's no words. Yeah. Where are the words? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Where are the words? Bonk, zoink. <laughs> and I do think all the Alfreds should meet, too. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I would Michael love Caine that. Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons and uh, the dude from the 90s who was, for some reason, in all of the Batman movie then. All of those and Ralph Fiennes, Ralph who was Fiennes. the voice of Alfred Pennyworth in Lego Batman. <laughs> oh, Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> holy, I was about to say, yeah, like, holy shit. He's yeah, he been in Baltimore a lot too. of stuff. Yeah. He's, he's a very acclaimed actor. He's very good. To be honest, yeah, I, was, I, was I would just at, watch an Alfred movie. Yeah, I was, look, really I was looking at there. this. I was like, all right, Lego Batman. Oh, okay, Schindler's List. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a Nazi. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, like they should do... At this point, they have the license from Into the Spider-Verse going like, hey, you know, all these movies, how they're in one timeline? Let's take fucking eight timelines and put them together with Spider-Pig. spider mm-hmm. spider Ham. So would like, be well, bat, like bat that's, pig or spider bat? Yeah, it's spy, that, bat, bat pig. That was a big part of of Spider Man, though. Is like that web, that web of like the multiverses. Is that a such just, a big thing? You, was that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they no, even did an animated the, Spider Man, like in the nineties. Yeah. Um, no, no, which no, no. Was, I meant the pun, but whatever. I completely missed the pun. That meant. Then you're at the master level and you're like, you don't even, you don't even feel that your own puns. It's that's the, the, uh, that stage of being a pun master. That move is called doing something pun intended. It's a Thank you for joining it's, us. It's versus. Yeah. <laughs> Brent and I are flying to Texas to kill David. That's we'll all right. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll be here. Just, just polishing <clears throat> this sword. Just. Just fucking sitting on my porch. Cindy's like, why are you waiting here for three days not moving? It's just Brent and Nolan are coming. Gotta get ready. And she's like, can you help me clean the house to get ready? That's not why they're coming. <laughs> I'm why not paranoid. It's paranomasia. <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking like that? I haven't had anything to drink since I sat out here. <laughs> So thirsty. If they did a multiversal Batman movie, they could bring in Lego Batman, but have him be Lego size. Oh, so he's still (laughs) like actually like one inch tall. (laughs) You want to hear the song that I wrote? It's really dark. (laughs) Darkness. (laughs) But like dead parents. Wait, you're really loud too. It's really loud when he plays it because he's playing it on a tiny, uh, like, because he's holding the big he's boom holding box. The boom box. But, like, when when we zoom out, it's... <laughs> Everybody's like, where is that coming from? <laughs> I have a topic if nobody else has one. But if others have topics... I I have one, but I'm I'm cool with you going first because I'm legitimately sitting here trying to think if I have or have not talked about Ack Inc. on the show. I feel like I have. You have not. You okay? Not. You go ahead though. Uh, I would like to take a couple of minutes to be a little introspective uh, about the other show that we make uh, after the plot mm. because I feel like we. We definitely mostly do it for ourselves because we find ourselves very funny. It is the with... Andy Kaufman of, of the network. Yes, a- absolutely. As long as we're laughing, it's a success. Um, I, I just want to put some context into some of the ideas we had. Why start now? <laughs> <laughs> we're nearly through two seasons. We haven't given anybody a lick of context. Well, so... I, I, I feel My mother like... listens to it. She's like, I like the voices, but I don't get what you're talking about. <laughs> That's that's the point, Mom. <laughs> it's art. Look it up. <laughs> Lin- Linda, I need you to know they we have done this take like six times and I keep telling them not to do that voice of you, Linda, and they keep saying no. That's, so that's mom's it, voice. Like that's yeah. Like, yeah. 
I, your, your Linda is an angel, and I'll thank you not to drag well, her voice through the mud. I just don't know what the <laughs> was. I knew there was a lot of pizza, and I know you guys like pizza, so maybe that was the joke part. But I like it the voices. I don't, I don't like it when you use the swear words, though. Lynn, Lynn, I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to explain to some of my friends the other day who, who've listened to some of the episodes, and they just kind of like. They laugh. They do the same thing that mom does. Like, I get it. Like, I see the references, but I don't get how you put pizza and the man with no name series together. Like, why? It's a a spaghetti Western. That's part of it. Absolutely. That's that's the entire thing. That's the joke. That's yeah. It's it's we're not just mixing pizza. No, we're mixing Italian food. Mm. But. Pizza is the only Italian food we Americans eat, so that's why. <laughs> but, like, some of the first episodes where we go to, like, Oz or uh, Hyrule or something like that, and we're doing interviews, and it's just Brent and I growing up as kids. And, like, David, when I met you, we did this shit, too, where we'd be playing oh, yeah. a video game or something, and it would just be like... Man, you ever wonder what happens when you turn off the console? Or like, yeah, does Link really go to bed? Like, yeah. stupid shit like that. We would just like that. run with it. Oh yeah, no. Uh, now we <laughs> just take it way I, too seriously. Yeah, now we now we just turn it. <laughs> now now we just take it and just shove it up its own ass six times. So the uh, way I explain it is, each episode is a Venn diagram. And you take two topics and you smash them together, and that little sliver where they overlap—that's where the jokes are. Nolan, you bringing up that thing about the console reminded me of when I used to play Sniper Elite, which takes place in World War II Germany, and and you're an American soldier going around shooting Nazis and stuff. And every time I would zoom in on one, Cindy would voice that dude's thoughts. Uh, and she'd be, and she, good. she'd always say something like, I really don't stand behind this. I, tonight I'm leaving me and my wife and my, my four children, we're getting out of here tonight. And I'd be like, I don't want to shoot him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Wilhelmina are going to leave the Republic. We don't yeah. like this. <laughs> is, that, is that your German accent? <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm sorry. I don't oh, know yeah. what that was. <laughs> Norway mixed with Germany mixed with I don't know what the fuck. This is how you do a German accent. Well, I don't know. I was just just taking orders. I mean, I've got Jewish friends, so I don't think it's that. And I don't. And I don't like the swears. (laughs) But like, I do like this crisp uniform, though. (laughs) I I think the the episode that really does highlight the most what ifs is the pizza episode, or are the pizza episodes. Because or it were the off, pizza episodes. Were the pizza episodes. Brent and I just started talking about replacing, like, you know, Yojimbo oh, okay. and Fistful of Dollars and No Man Standing. They're all the same story. Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if you took that to another level of, like, it's in America now. Who would you replace the gangs with? I'm like, well... Right. Everybody needs takeout of some kind. So, like, what about pizza? Like, we could do pizza stuff, right? And then, like, that just got the ball rolling of of just just that one little tiny kernel of an idea of like, what if what if gangs were just pizza delivery boys? And then, like, fucking two hours of audio content of fucking the Red Baron fighting Chuck E. Cheese for Sparrow versus Little Caesar. Like, it just like. Things like that are really absurd and crazy and weird. And I get that. And it's hard to explain to people why they should find it funny, but they should. Because it's it's our own little niche hobby of, of taking something to the extreme. Mm. And like... The nth level. Yeah, yeah, and I know people who don't do that. They they take things at face value. They play a game or read a book or, or watch a movie. They they see a story and then that's where it ends. That's but it's what... spiraled so far out of control. I'm so <laughs> looking forward to being done with this season because now yeah. now we're like 
we're too we're too deep in. We're just like how how would a museum that reenacts the Rocky Horror Picture Show possibly be taken over by slashers from the eighties <laughs> while we are trying to time travel back to twenty twenty? Like it's just and that that originally started as how does Pee Wee's Playhouse line up with Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, what? Yeah. So which hold on, surprisingly are we still well. trying? Are we still trying to do the slasher thing in the Rocky Horror Playhouse? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gl- I'm looking forward to being done with this <laughs> season. I've got some cool ideas for season three, but I just want to be done so bad. Fucking, I'm excited now too. Yeah. <laughs> I here's here's the thing I really want to do at some point. I really want us to post the Spider-Man episode. Episode zero. Yes. Because I'm so proud of it. It's just not funny. (laughs) I thought it. What? I thought it was hilarious. You, you, you were the funniest in that episode, but it was really just proof of concept. Like, can we make this work? So it's, it's more like an NPR story. That's That's what I liked about it. That's that's what I liked about it was like it did have jokes in it, but it was a little drier. Yeah. I like that might be it. I, I yeah, thought we can it, release, I thought we can it release that one. That'll yeah. be our our uh, between season release. We've got a lot of cool ideas for season three. Um, the secret life behind board games. That's something I want to look into. Um, you know what are the chess the, players? What are the chess pieces ma- say to each other when you're not looking? Mousetrap. Mousetrap never mm-hmm. is always in shambles. It never. If anyone sees the cage, please, someone, someone, j- just posters everywhere. Have you seen this piece missing since? <laughs> you know, you know, since in, box opened during play, it shoots and ladders. But when you close the box, it shoots or ladders. Right, it's one or the other. <laughs> Ladders, you stay on your side. <laughs> All right, shoots, but you got to stay on your side. <laughs> Ladder lives matter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi-ho, Cherio? More like Hi-ho, Cherry, no. Monopoly? That'll be a good one. Yeah, that's like the real world. You guys? <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe that won't be a good one. <laughs> so the take-home is, if you're, <laughs> if you're a fan of Versus and God bless you, but there's so much other cool stuff to check out on the network. Yeah. That's uh, anywhere from slightly more difficult to follow to much more difficult to follow. So the, check it out. Go listen. Do it now. <laughs> I I really want to give props to y'all too because like ATP or, or sorry after the plot you you guys you guys are pretty much the ones that write that. I'll no, I'll make no. It- Brent is the one who writes that. I <laughs> I come in after he's written most of the script and just go. He punches. Hey, wouldn't it, up. it be funny? And he, and for some reason we always manage to do this like three days before it's due. Hey, could we do this at the beginning yeah. of the month, please? Because like I sit there and I squeeze the sponge and I got fucking dust coming out. And I'm just like I don't know. Maybe he's the bellhop now. I don't fucking know. And then Nolan comes in. He's like, No, 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 no. They were married. They got divorced. He came back. And then Jason comes in. The reason he's got the hockey mask is because he used to play hockey. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> this is the this is the kernel of truth. This is you. But I just like you, you guys, the two of you together are are what makes that show really great. Oh, I, I like Aww. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> I. <laughs> I I love it. I and like that's the thing is it, you've you've brought it up before talking about like this that was the moment I knew David didn't read the script was <laughs> the the what do you want on your tombstone like no I just it finally clicked with me that that I'd never seen that advertisement before and I finally realized why it was in there oh. and I was like he's Stupid as hell. <laughs> my legacy is secure. If I oh die my tomorrow, God. my presence on the internet will take us take us yeah. into eternity. Yeah. Or at least until Trump outlaws the internet or well, I don't I, I don't know. God. I don't know what's next. You heard it here first. 
<laughs> Trump outlaws you'll the end of 2021. You heard it here first, folks. Mm. Outlaw. <laughs> so David, tell us about Ack Inc. So Acquisitions Incorporated is one of my favorite um, D&D things, and it has been for a long, long time. It's created by Penny Arcade, and it's Jerry Hulkins, Mike Rahulik, uh, and an interchanging cast of people. Oftentimes it's Patrick Rothfuss um, and just a whole bunch of different people. For a while, their dungeon master was one of the head writer guys at Wizards of the Coast. Um, so for... Actually, I think still, the whole game, like, connects. Every, like, they perform... They started out doing a podcast... And then they started doing live shows at their convention packs, uh, which I think meets five times a year all across the country. You know, like they'll do one in March and then another one in June, you know, like, you know, um, and they'll do these live shows. And each one follows the one before it, but each one is also kind of an advertisement for the new things that Wizards of the Coast is putting out. So it's, you know, just like, hey, this is the kind of stuff that's in this module. It's mm. pretty fun. But the thing I love about Acquisitions Incorporated is that they treat their adventuring party, it's like, imagine Lord of the Rings, like the the Fellowship, but if they were a business, um... So, like, their cleric is the CEO of the company, and he he's not really, his god is technically the goddess of luck, mm. but it seems more like his god is capitalism. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, like, everything is about, how much gold uh, are we talking here? Where in the world uh, would yeah. somebody get a concept like that? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> my question is they've been going for 10 years now at least close to it what level are their characters i think they're like hold up i'm gonna look it up because that I, that makes a big difference well they also only play like four or five times a year oh i thought they so they only play at packs now yeah that's the so there's Okay, so here's the other thing. There, <laughs> there's the the big, like, the head team, which is, you know, like the one that's been going on for a long time. It's got the CEO and all that. And then there is a franchise that streams every Wednesday on Twitch, and they're called the C-Team. Uh... And actually, technically, they are a higher level than... <laughs> the the main thing <laughs> oh yeah okay so the c team is the one with the tentacular spectacular yes i love that so much so like that's the other thing is as much as i love the main game the the c team is what has really reeled me back into the whole thing for a while because it was so frequent they've got I, I just really dig this, and I don't get to talk about it a lot. Got to catch um, my breath while I'm talking about yeah, this. Yeah, let me let me catch can't get my it breath. all out. This is the longest I've gone without someone telling me to shut up about it. Um, the C team shut up has, about it. <laughs> they have one of the characters' names is Chris Straub. He's an artist. He's very talented, and he's he's very funny. His character is a drow warlock named Cthris Draub, um, which that name in itself is just comedy gold to me. But the <laughs> when they first met him, he was like, yes, I'm a very learned warlock. I'm very intelligent. I seek knowledge of this. And then he chose to try to cast this spell to commune with the gods and the Upside was he could ask so like I think two or three questions and they would be like full on answers of like important plot shit. The downside was if it didn't work, he would go insane. Um, mm. And so he did. <laughs> and he 
got tricked into working for this evil deity that just wants to consume everything. And so like his whole thing now is just like, yeah, there is, there's no good. There's no evil. You know, I, I serve this God of mouths um, for a while and it was very cool. And uh, his main thing is tentacles. He's got, he's got a big powerful thing where it called tentacular spectacular where he can just, he can just like, he'll find something dead and then just like aim at it. And it just turns into a huge mound of tentacles that like causes all sorts of fucking chaos. Uh, and then didn't it backfire away. one time and like he oh, turned it's into- backfired almost every time he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, God, it's so great. The, the team is so fun because there's like one. Ep- <laughs> there's one episode where they're all trying to like get acorns from squirrels and so the squirrels are, are like running around and, and one of them tries to talk to one of the squirrels and just it's this adorable moment of like you look at the squirrel and and it looks at you confused. It's like I put my finger in my hand and point, you know, like gimme. It touches your hand very cute and gives the finger a kiss. It's like, no, no, this is cute, but no. And then they go over to Kathris it's like, so what are you doing, Kathris? He's like, well, I think I'm just using my walking stick as like one of those garbage pickups, but with the squirrels. He's <laughs> just like, stab it, pick it up. Nope, not one there. <laughs> just. <laughs> How and many did like, he have to go through to get the acorns he needed? I, I just, I think that was just like flavor but like that's the thing is it it's also not even a thing of like he's a murder hobo he's just like no one's life is important not mine um and at some point someone at a wedding lost their rings and his eyes are just crystals like his his whole head becomes crystals at some point and someone was like do you think you could like make uh some replacement rings for us he says of course i can and he takes like he touches his head and he says i will need pliers uh <laughs> just and the person was like you know what no ne- never mind <laughs> it's it's a really good show i'm not doing it justice uh you go check it out it's yeah, kind of what it's what spawned gbq Essentially. It's one of the it's one of the things that spawned GBQ. Um, it's the it's the, I I would genesis. love for us the genesis. <laughs> I'm actually wearing an acquisitions shirt right now. Um, I just Which realized. Great for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing nothing right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's I would love for us to get to that level where we could do live shows because. Uh, if anything, I love a lot of things that happens at those live shows um, as far as audience interaction. But one of the main ones is recently, <laughs> recently it started so that whenever they start rolling dice to add up damage, the audience all in unison is doing math for them. <laughs> so there's this big crowd. There's you just you hear. 17 24 like from but like from millions of voices (laughs) and it's so great one day if we can ever have audiences again yeah could be a thing that that could be great i'm sorry that i pretty much just talked for like 15 minutes nonstop. that's good Uh, i got nothing so (laughs) Um, something to look forward to, speaking of which, uh, we have a Monster of the Week game that Doug is editing, where our very own Brent plays a character. A character who I fucking love so much. I, I gotta say. Yeah, his name's Jomthony, but you can just call him Jom. It's short. It's <laughs> no problem. I oh need to God. know why why you needed to grab the notebook to do this. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> <That's what> I... 
How can you not? That's the most memorable thing we about it. We played him it like me. two months you, ago, man. You corrected people so quickly and on the spot. Every time someone would be like, John, you're like, no, it's John. No, it's, it's, it's John, John. actually. It's John, actually. <laughs> your, your introduction for that episode was like my favorite introduction of any character from almost any show I've ever listened to. Because, like, it's just, it is Tommy Wiseau to a fucking T. <laughs> it's, it's like just Tommy so Wiseau, but, you know, it's like a different dimension, and we've got some magic in there, and this problems in this place, but, you know, check it out. It's fine. He seems real positive. He seems like a real chill guy. Mm-hmm. This, this guy, he's dying. He doesn't look good. He looks like he's going to die. All right, uh, now maybe, that's more. Maybe, what is it? That's, what is more, it that's more Russian. That's, that's, he's a guy. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Hey, fuck you. I love you. Go eat a rat. <laughs> Another <laughs> no, DNA. No, Jomthony is from an alternate timeline that is, is scoping out possible places for either refugees from his, his dimension and timeline to show up or possibly looking for a solution to take back to his. His alternate dimension to help, and he's got he 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 rolls pretty high for like the plus weird, which is yeah one of the the aspects. So um, he's not a tough dude, but he's got a lot of magic. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah. Oh fuck! You did some really cool magic right at the end of that episode. I just yeah. did one, and I oh. think I think I leaned into tense. Doug being a noob at 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 uh, mastering the uh, the show because I was like, I'm We're gonna pull this. Ca- Spell in my back pocket and see what Doug does with it. <laughs> yeah. We're we're all kind of new to it, so yeah. it's it's like that one was just like, can I get away with this? I don't know. Fuck it. Sure. Try it. I got two dice here. Let's go for it. So yeah, yeah that that'll be that'll be coming out soon ish. Yeah, uh, December. Cool. I I don't know how Rye my my character Rye feels about Jonathan, but I know that David will die defending him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we have, have a good time with it. We have uh, GBQs up until the second week of December, including our holiday special. Nice. I I can't wait for that. It's it's a good it's a fucking good one. You guys sit it's around, so good. The, sit around the 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 Yule log and talk about things at Faber University. We had I, um. Go ahead, David, tell them about your holiday. The it, it was like the airing of grievances. I but I gave it like a special name. I'm gonna pull a Brent and actually look it up. Uh, look up what I did. There it is. No Malone. No Malone. That's Annual the name of the episode. Haunting offering, a tradition where friends and family come together to air grievances with one another in the hopes to resolve them and before the new year. These grievances are always followed with gifts that will either aid in resolving the issue or soften the blow and make sure the recipient understands the grievance comes from a place of constructive criticism. And David let us keep some of our items, like even gave Kate, I gave Kate a ball from Yardy, a stress ball. And um, he let Cash keep it as a fucking item to get, uh, oh, what was it? Um, advantage rolls against fear? I, something like that, I think. <laughs> I love how David keeps forgetting that Cash can talk to plants. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps coming up and like, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, that's right. They're See, definitely that- not going to ask this tree a question. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, fuck. That's that's the thing. Well, I mean, so many things just it, listen, that that ring is going to become a big deal <laughs> at some point. But right now, all it's doing is giving me a whole bunch of shit. That's, that's what I think the next place we're going to go. Nothing is going to be actually plants. Everything is fake plants. It's all it's metal. All fake plants. <laughs> Plastic plants. Plas- Welcome to fake plant world mm. for all your flank freight. That's why all the fake plants, or sorry, all the plants they meet are dying because I have no idea what to say for them. I don't, I don't do my own horn, but that tree is one of my favorite encounters. Yeah, God. Are we still going to Ben and Jerry's? (laughs) Oh, are we? I want Chunky Monkey. (laughs) That was good. Everything but the kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. That's what it was. 
Well, once again, you've you've wasted another hour of your time listening to us uh, wax poetically about all of the the time suck hobbies that we are using to get through our quarantine. Um, if we've referenced stuff and you have no idea what the hell we're talking about, please that check seems us par out for the course. What's, what's <laughs> that? That seems par for the course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have the time to check it out. Go to finalplank.com, listen to all our other shows, uh, look us up on Twitter. Nolan, you're keeping everybody abreast of our involvements and appearances on Twitter. I am. Uh, it's, it's, it's at Final Plank. Uh, there's also at GBQ, or what's what's the what's the, the Twitter handle it's, for it? It's uh, at GBQ Pod, and uh, Doug and I run that one. I'm not as good as keeping up with it as it <laughs> usually is. So you can check that out at GBQ Pod. We're also, we've got a page, Facebook page, Final Plank. Um, and then if you want to look at some funny pictures, we're also on Instagram, all under Final Plank. Thank you for listening, genuinely. Um, Seeing that people actually want to pay attention to our inane bullshit makes me very happy. <laughs> Your inane, like, my bullshit's quite inane. Thank you very I, much. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> I, I really want to stress how bold, italicized, and underlined inane bullshit is <laughs> in that statement. And it's in quotes. And yeah. parentheses. <laughs> I have been your backyard grill and chill boy, Brent Lacey. I have been the cream of the crop, macho man Nolan Lacey, the intercontinental heavyweight podcasting champion. Oh, yeah. And I was also here <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. It was Damn. the whole time. Damn. David Hallman. Yeah. All right. I've got a, I've, I've got a buddy in the wrestling that I'm going to show your impression to, Nolan. I think he's oh, gonna he's going to think it's so bad. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. I'm stopping. Yeah. We're just going to fade out this episode. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. See how long people will listen to it. Have you hit, have you hit stop yet? Have I'm going to. Have you hit next? No, I'm, I'm going to hit stop. Going. No, yeah. I'm still going. It's gonna—it's not faded out yet. Nobody is—nobody is gonna listen this long. No, you don't know. <laughs> They're picking you up through my headphones, David. Just <laughs> cowards. Versus End is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Hallman. Edited by whoever feels like it this month. Theme music by Kevin McLeod. Versus Him is a production of Final Plank Media.